This episode is brought to you by Skinny Pop Popcorn. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Oh, so light and crunchy. Skinny Pop Original Popcorn is the snack you've been searching for. Made with just three simple ingredients, popcorn kernels, sunflower oil, and salt. Snacking never felt or tasted so good. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Give yourself permission to snack and pick up Skinny Pop Original Popcorn today. Night racing is back at Richmond Raceway. This spring, top NASCAR drivers like Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, Bubba Wallace, Ross Chastain, and Virginia's own Denny Hamlin will battle under the bright lights. And this historic track also offers a rocking infield experience with unparalleled access to your favorite drivers and one of the best tailgate scenes around. For a weekend of friends, family, and amazing short track action, head to Richmond Raceway, March 29th through 31st. Get tickets now at richmondraceway.com. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. Now tell us everything, everything. everything. Well, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion announced that they're celebrating women empower- women's empowerment and they're promoting their number one single WAP by giving away a million dollars via Twitter and the Cash App. So it's now do do through this? August. <laughs> okay, so there's a lot of rules. I'm going to tell you rules and details right. apply. You're going to have to go check those out. But today through August 20th, which is tomorrow, women who tweet with the hashtag WAP party, that's W-A-P party, and their cash tag will have a chance to win a receiving portion of the million dollars through Cash App. So it's also kind of a, ca- you know, the app, they're promoting that too. But here's how it will work. If you use that, 2,000 winners, each of whom will receive $500, will be chosen randomly. So I tell you, you're going to have to look the details for yourself, but it might be worth investigating. Is it WAP or WAP? How do you say Because it's W-A-P. I always call it WAP, but how do they call it? What do they call it? It's WAP. It is. So Cardi B, yeah, she said that in Mm -hmm. on her Instagram. Mm -hmm. So that's what she was saying. Like an Italian name. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm. Yes. And Chrissy Teigen has her doubts about the veracity of the real estate crew on the Netflix reality series Selling Sunset. So Chrissy binged the show, and then she tweeted that it looks like a lot of LA real estate, and she has never. She said that she looks at a lot of LA real estate, excuse me, and that she has never seen any of the show stars on the job, and neither have John Legend's real estate agents. Now Jason Oppenheim, who owns the Oppenheim Group, chimed in to say he doesn't know Chrissy's agents either. So he said his team works tirelessly in the real estate world in Los Angeles, so they just don't know each other. Oh, so it's just like a fake show. Right, that's what she's basically saying. I'm all right with that. Yeah. (laughs) I don't really care. (laughs) Yeah. Just show us the houses. Yeah. Yeah. Give us the drama. The before and after. Yeah, whatever. Uh, And finally, well, I didn't think they were trying to get back together, but it seems that they were. Scott Disick and Sophia Ritchie, according to TMZ, Kris Jenner, have officially Mm -hmm. ended their relationship just in time for new promos for the latest season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Yeah. Yeah. She's got to be. That was enough hanging out with him. You know, they yeah. had like two and a half years. Yeah, that's together. enough. She gave him her best 18th and 19th <laughs> years. She's not even <laughs> when he was in his 30s. She can't even go in a bar yet. Yeah, yeah. can she just please, like, live? <laughs> yeah, it's all right. That's all the dirt this hour. For more, check out mytalk1071.com or download the MyTalk app. 
Thanks for alerting us. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour and at 8.20, 12.20, and 5.20 on My Talk 1071. Hump Day, Wednesday, Lori and Julia, My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. We're streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, also on the MyTalk app, and on MyTalk1071.com tomorrow. It is the virtual quarantine edition of the Cat Video Festival 2020, presented by David from First Equity. It starts at 8 p.m. tomorrow. We're accepting donations to our charity partner, Biddy Kitty Brigade, and proceeds from our merch this year will also go to our charity sponsor. All the info at MyTalk1071.com, keyword cat. It's tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yes, it is. Very fantastic. And so people can watch it by just going to our website, the Cat Video Festival. Go to MyTalk. Yeah, so you can go to MyTalk1071.com, and then it will prompt you to where you need to be. All right. Is there an opportunity if people want to watch it like on a TV screen or anything, if you had a Roku or is there any of that going on or is it just? Well, yeah. Well, I think if you had a Chromecast or if you had any kind of Mm -hmm. streaming thing, you could just stream it right Right. plop plop right on your TV. Got it. That's 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 what people will be doing if they can figure that out. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, Okay. so uh, last night, Seth Meyers had. Russell Crowe on and Russell Crowe has been making the rounds for like two weeks. Um, of course, all zooming from Australia and he's in the outback of Australia yes, where his parents live because he wants to be by them. And he, because unhinged the movie he's promoting was going to open in theaters, you know, at the end of July and the who's ever putting out the movie, they did not want this to go straight to video. They want this to show, be shown in the theaters and it's called unhinged. And so he has been literally on for like three weeks. And he, I have to say that Russell is giving good couch. He's just very agreeable. We're long past Russell throwing the phone at the hotel desk and blah, blah, blah. So he's talking to, Seth, and they're talking about because Unhinged is a movie that is opening this week in the theaters, the AMCs and the other theaters that are opening. This will be the first, first summer blockbuster. Right. Well, it'll be the first new movie that yeah. people have seen that's not gone straight to video. So yeah. he's uh, chatting, you know, uh, away with Seth Meyers and... Um, you know, Seth was kind of like, at first, he said, we're going to talk about the movie in a second, he said, but he said, man, I just got to know, like, uh, how you ever even broke into Hollywood. I don't know that story. I don't know what your story okay. is. And um, he 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 tells Seth Myers, he said, well, I used to basically say, I'm paraphrasing, but Russell Crowe's theory of Los Angeles was you have to be careful because everyone will nice you to death. As you're taking meetings, doing auditions, blah, blah, blah. They will nice you so much that you think everything's going well for you. And then all of a sudden you realize three months, six months have gone by and nothing has happened. Got it. Okay, because we do know how that is. We, yes. I call it BS. Right, fine. But he called it that. He said, um, he said, but the, he said, 
And Seth was like, well, what was your big break? And he said, well, my big break is thanks to Sharon Stone. Oh, really? And now I'm immediately perked up because I love Sharon Stone. She's just my, just my gal. Sharon Stone had seen Russell Crowe in some movie he was in, like in Australia, an Australian movie. And she had her first producing um, gig. She produced this. Is Now we're going back to 1995. Okay. I showed you the pictures of what they both look like in yep. 1995. Super hot. So it was a Western movie with Gene Hackman was in it. Sam Raimi directed it. It's actually, I mean, she plays... And it didn't like necessarily do that well at the box office because, of course, in 1995, sexist America couldn't handle, you know, the woman being the big gunslinger, too. Okay. Kind fine. of, you know. It just, wasn't that good of a movie is why it didn't do well. well I love that you're blaming it on sexism. It wasn't oh, that. Julia. Lori, honest to God. No, you this, is a good, this is a good movie, Julia. I'm just saying through the eyes of 1995, I'm just going to say. eyes of 90, I like no, that. Yeah, the eyes of 1995 were really, it wasn't that far away from the 80s, Sister Sledge. Okay. <laughs> the harassment and the everything. was not that good, but it was a great movie. But it was Sam Raimi. <laughs> it really wasn't. It's not, I don't know what it gets. I'm in, looking it up. On Rotten Tomatoes, I, The Quick and the Dead. But, but here's the story with the Russell Crowe. So, she is a co-producer. Somehow she gets it probably because of maybe basic instinct. Okay, sure, right. But she's got some pull in Hollywood. And um, it, uh, Gene Hackman is in it. Sam Raimi's directing it in the studio. And she's like, I want to cast this guy as the main guy that I'm playing a, a opposite. And they were like, no. Okay. We don't know him. It got 57 and the audience gave it a 53. Yeah, so half and half, you know, very typical for movies. Sorry. Look at Dirty Dancing. That's like a 60-40. We've already I know. had okay, this, so don't try so hard to try and do whatever you're trying to do. <laughs> we have had this conversation about many of our movies we love have terrible ratings. Yeah. So Russell Crowe says she says, I don't care. I want this guy. I know he's right for the part. And she stuck out her neck and he said, if it hadn't have been for Sharon Stone, I don't know that I would have ever gotten a break because they just didn't see it. And later she said the thing and, you know, they did date. Of course. In this. They did. Yeah, they mm-hmm. did. So oh. this led to a love. love. It, it, it led to something, but she found his fearlessness attractive and she thought because he seemed like such a fierce man, he wouldn't be intimidated by, by the fact that she's this gunslinger. And he can handle that she's a strong, you know, cowboy. But they're woman. acting. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, she was convinced he was absolutely right. And Leonardo DiCaprio is in this movie. Young Leo. Mm-hmm. It'd be worth watching, Julia. You might be surprised that you would uh, like it. But Russell... Crow and Sharon Stone are unbelievably hot. And, you know, Gene Hackman, he plays, I can't yeah. even remember uh, <laughs> what the part he plays. But I love that Sharon Stone is responsible. I didn't know that. I mean, I love Sharon Stone. I did not know that story. Well, I'm, 
<laughs> and, you know, she's very upset about everything that's going on with the COVID. She's making Instas. Her sister you, has it, and yeah, her sister is compromised because she has... An, uh, she knows two other people yeah. that died of it. The, she's yeah. been making real impassioned Have you guys Insta. seen the video of her, of her sister? Like, mm-hmm. that's Gasping sad. for sad. breath. Yeah. 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 Well, there's a, a guy, a journalist for the LA Times, who wrote a thing about getting COVID, and he just said it's... You you don't he did he knows where he got it he wasn't careful oh okay and he said you know like all of us I just kind of was like oh you know how bad can it really be and mm-hmm. all these things that we tell ourselves and he's just like it's in the L A Times yeah um, the story the story mm-hmm. he said it's worse than you can imagine mm-hmm. and like the flu times. 20,000. 20,000. Mm-hmm. And he said, now I have to worry for the rest of my life about my, um, the effects that this is going to have. He's like 50 years old. And, you know, I have, I have a family member that. Right. Uh, you is, do? Yes. At, at five months, this cousin. Oh, okay. It's a cousin and he's not been able to get well. Wow. Not been able to shake it, and, and then there's other not people. been able to work, and mm-hmm. you know, and then other people get it. But For that like a day, is, you know, or two days. That is what is so scary it's about so this weird. is that it's just this little yes. tiny invisible thing, you know. Yeah. But anyway, that was kind of like shocking. But Sharon is really. Responsible upset about the COVID, and she is responsible for Russell Crow. for Russell Crowe. Cool. And if you look at Russell Crowe in this movie, and you look at Sharon Stone, you're she was, very. She was at the height. You're very I mean, glad beautiful. that they had a romance. Because I just think Russell Crowe would have been like amazing. Well, Meg Ryan, <laughs> dance, just, Meg Ryan, to dance with, to dance with, and uh-huh, yeah. shoot pool with, Gladiator and darts. Days. He's like such a guy's guy. Go to guy. the graveyard, yeah. maybe. Very manly. You just know he's got great feet. Good health. <laughs> Lori and her feet. Honest to be. You sure? Yeah. Even has a gladiator uh-huh. scene yeah. running around all that sand. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't By know. the way, the beautiful rumor that Harry Styles and Brad Pitt were making a movie together. Vanity Fair is crushing our um, our buzz about that. It was he was trending. I think he's he's uh, you know I think his people are trying to do overtime and trying to get some things out there because of right. that stuff with Angelina and plus she has a movie to promote, the one and only Ivan, which people are loving. Yeah, that's getting very good reviews. Uh-huh. But anyway, it's not it's not a movie. They're not starring in a movie together uh, called Faster, Cheaper, Better. Vanity Fair. <laughs> I know. Don't you love that title? <laughs> I do. I do. Uh, so there's a trucking industry movie coming out called Faster, Cheaper, Better. And there was some uh, way the rumor mill got going that it was going to be Harry Styles, Brad Pitt. I mean, remember when we did, heard about Harry and or Brad and Leo? Yes. For once, anyway, Vandy Ferris says it's not true. Mm, bummer. Damn. All right. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We are all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart. Protein Plus and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals.
Head to Factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at Factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. One plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus best that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We'll be right back with uh, Holly and the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Holly, we've left a lot of dirt on the table for you. So I know you're bringing it to us. Whatever that dirt is. We've left a lot yes, of it behind. Yes, we have. Hi, Holly. Oh, there we go. There's something going on. There's something happening here. Yeah, I... she must not be right. coming through. Well, right. I'm going to give you a little no, dirt. No, I'm here. Oh, oh there, right. she there she is. Yeah, there I am. All right. Well, some of the per- dirt that we're picking up and laying down here in this dirt alert is the college admissions cheating scandal. Yes. Will it ever end? Will it? Well, on Friday, yes, because that's when Lori Laughlin and Massimo Giannulli are going to officially receive their sentence in the college admission scandal. So, with that in mind, we're getting a little insight into what the prosecutors were looking at to oh. make their decision, including this little nugget of, well, it's not even gossip, I mean, it's just right there for the prosecutors in this case, that Massimo Giannulli instructed their daughter, Olivia Jade, not to talk to her nosy bleepin' high school counselor after the counselor questioned her University of Southern California application where she claimed that she was on the crew team. Don't listen to that dumb counselor. <laughs> I, jeez. I mean, didn't he have kind of a lot to say? I mean, wasn't there like kind of he was very, very uh, vehement, and he sounds like such a dink. He really does. Entitled. Entitled dink. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Yeah. So this happened back in January of 2018, according to the prosecution that Lori Massimo and Olivia Jade were discussing the risk of that counselor disrupting their scheme. So prosecutors say that when Olivia Jade asked whether she should list University of Southern California as her top choice school, Lori replied, yes, but it might be a flag for the weasel to meddle. Oh, my gosh. That's what you call your daughter's counselor is trying to help you. We got it under control. Yes. We're bribing yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. Get out of here with your good, good, uh, solid advice. <laughs> now, Massimo added to Lori's weasel. <laughs> he added, bleep him. And that's when he said that the counselor was a nosy bleep. And then Lori Laughlin instructed Olivia Jade to don't say too much to that man. My God! Yeah, so did they admit that then? Or I who? really this? How does this come it's out? Probably, yeah. It's it's people being deposed. 
Yeah, because like if that was a conversation between him and his daughter, I feel like his daughter wouldn't let that out. That's but you never know, you know. Well, this is because all according he, to court documents. Yeah. Oh, there you go. He confronted the counselor right. too. Right. Oh, geez. court documents. That's good enough for that's, me. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So th- this is according to prosecution court documents. Now they're saying that. Livia Jade's application naturally was flagged as the recruiters for the school uh, school's crew team at USC said that the counselor at the high school intervened so that high school counselor told University of Southern California officials that he had no knowledge of Olivia Jade ever being involved in the crew team, saying based on what I knew of her video blogging schedule that they highly doubted that she was involved in crew. So USC was trying to, in fact, confirm yeah. that she was the, on the the up and up. crew team, and they count, contacted the counselor. The counselor gives them that, and then Gia Newley confronts the counselor, and mm-hmm. this is all in. So he's but, the, that's right. He that's threatened right. him. He yep. like you're Basically. trying to. He threatened him, so yep. then he involved him. Yeah. But some of these schools were well aware of what was going on. Well, USC course. may not have been. Right. Maybe not. Maybe some of them weren't. were well aware yes. of all of this and letting yeah. it happen. Sounds like USC yeah, was Lor- covering to- their track. <laughs> yeah, to Lori's point, Massimo confronted the high school counselor and aggressively asked him what he had been telling the University of Southern California about his daughter. daughter. So according to prosecutors, Massimo asked why the counselor was trying to ruin or get in the way of her opportunity. Parental bully. Mm-hmm. Jeez. She'll never do anything yeah. without her parents' help for the rest of her life, I feel <sighs> like. When you have parents like that, like how, huh. how can you be independent when everything is pushed forward for you. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt, Polly. Well, what's interesting... Oh, no, what's interesting is that Olivia Jade is back on social media. She's back doing her thing. So I guess the real question is whether or not Olivia Jade's fans really care about this and whether it will impact her future as being a vlogger, influencer, or whatever she happens to want to fashion herself to be. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I she, doubt it. I doubt it does. Doubt they're it all too. entitled, so yeah. they're all going to feel like it's okay, you know? That yeah. generation. That's just my thought. But, yeah. Yeah. Know. Can somebody please help Cher? What? Cher has Why? been troubled today. Why? Because she wants to volunteer at the post office and nobody's helping her out. Oh, Cher. <laughs> oh, she's so cute. She's so worried about the post office. Everybody was, but I don't, I feel like that is the I feel like we're going to be fine. Yeah, I think so, too. Well, she tweeted today that she recently tried to offer her volunteer services to a couple of post offices in Malibu where she lives. And so she said she was rebuffed, unfortunately. She said, okay, call two. (laughs) Listen, (laughs) share. I know. I love that about her. I love that about her. Oh Just yeah! It's buy not some really stamps, mail works. some cards, yeah. do some you know. Cliff keep... Clavin was given the old promotion for the post office. Said that yeah. buy some stamps instead of a hat. Did you guys see that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Buy some stamps. There she and, is. Oh. You know, put two stamps on. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yes. Now, other news, other celebrity justice news, that Britney Spears conservatorship hearing happened today. And uh, from Us Weekly, here's a story that Britney Spears' ex-husband, Jason Alexander, was spotted at a free Britney protest in Los Angeles today. Now, if you remember, she was married to him for 44 hours, I believe. 55 55 was a 55. Mm -hmm. I already knew it was two digits. Low digits. That was a drunken <laughs> orgasmic case. Yeah, it was. It was two low digits in Vegas. 
Yes. So somebody spotted Jason Alexander outside of the courthouse today. They were married for 55 hours, Britney Spears and Jason Alexander, back in January of 2004. So he's just he's looking did. for what more guys followers. Yes. He's looking for followers on his social yeah. media. That's what that was about. I mean, yeah. does she not oh. want her dad? Is she asking the court to have her dad removed completely? Well, I... not totally completely. Okay. So what's being asked is that she wants her temporary conservator that was assigned to her to take over for Jamie Spears, because right now Jamie Spears has control over literally everything. But what Britney Spears essentially wants is that she wants this conservator that's in place right now to kind of take charge and then also have a fiduciary responsible for some of the financial aspects of it. That would probably be like a bank or somebody. So it wa- she wants it essentially kind of to be divided out and maybe perhaps have some checks and balances with yeah. that. Jamie would still be involved. Remember but when he wouldn't Kevin, be making... Right. Remember when Kevin Federline uh, asked for a raise yep. after like 10 years or whatever in his child support? Because I always think it was because he suspected there were shenanigans going on with money. Mm-hmm. And Jamie kept putting it off, putting it off, and finally at the last Last minute, he agreed because otherwise they would have audited him. Mm. And you know, maybe Brittany just wants to not have the dad be the. That's a lot. It's emotionally a lot. and everything mm-hmm. else. That makes sense to me. Yeah, and you know, Julie, I think you mentioned this yesterday, but one of the things that Britney Spears is requesting, she doesn't really want to do a Las Vegas residency no, anymore. She doesn't want to work that way. Well, yeah, you don't know that, but no. I mean, she did like five years. I know. Of that, that's really a lot. Yeah, intense. he doesn't I mean, want to do it. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of intense work, particularly if you're not interested in doing it at all. Have any of you guys and seen Celebrity him? Break? Have any of you guys seen her in Vegas at all? Uh, the show? I don't no, think Lori any... saw it. You saw her oh, yeah. circus. I saw. I saw her right before when she toured here. I saw yeah. her twice. How about you, Holly? Have you seen her? In Vegas or I have live? Not. We didn't see her. Mm-mm. No. She I would really like good. to. Oh, Mm-mm. she was so good. The circus tour was so good. The Pussycat Dolls opened. Ooh. Yeah. Very cool. Oh, my gosh. That is a throwback. <laughs> no, nice. no. Lori loved it. You yeah, loved. I've been to like three Britney Spears. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, we did want to mention that Gerard Butler and his girlfriend, Morgan Brown, have split after six and a half years together. Whoa. Wow. Jerry's free. He he good old free. Jerry. Jerry. That's what Jennifer Aniston called him, Jerry. Jerry. Gerard Butler. Thanks, Thanks Allie. Allie. We All right, so welcome. When we come back, it's vintage scandal lore. It sure is. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back. And then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. All right, who? Vintaging today. Well, Julia, you know, today I thought we would go down the Hollywood lane of all the times, recent and in the past, where young actors had to kiss considerably older co-stars. Okay. Okay. Um, Even though we hear that age is just a number, sometimes it is shocking in Hollywood when you see some of the pairings that you see on screen. So, um, like in 2013, Variety reported that Kristen Stewart, who was then 23, was going to star in a movie opposite of Will Smith, who was 45, to play her love interest. And she dropped out of the movie because she felt she couldn't credibly kiss 
someone that a old. A 45 year old. I kind of oh. love that. Don't you love, I that? love that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that Strong. never happened. Yeah. What year was that, Lori? That was 2013. Okay. So right after happened. the Twilight stuff. Okay. Sean Connery and Catherine Zeta Jones, the on screen romance. So, I mean, he. That was a good movie, though. This movie, whatever it is, it was... Entrapment. Yeah, I liked this movie a lot. Entrapment. But the sexual chemistry was not there. It was Sean Connery's final movie of the 1990s, and people, moviegoers were taken aback because he was 68. Now, he was playing a a 60-year-old. Right. And Catherine Zeta-Jones... Just 29 at the time, although she was probably, she was probably really 39 because she lies 10 years. But it was a 40 year age gap, 30. And it was just her romantic pursuit. It didn't feel work. real. But it was a good movie still. Yes. Because I like the heist in it. Yes. And everything, the and romantic I, plot was lost in that it, movie. You, you didn't need it. Yeah, you didn't need it at all. And while speaking to the press, while promoting that movie at the Cannes Film Festival, Sean Connery joked that cast, ca- kissing Zeta Jones was a tough job that somebody has to do it. And Love it. She just dismissed it and said, "He's Sean Connery. What can you say?" So, but she always presents older. She anyway. does. She does. But there was no chemistry. Yeah. Um, now let's talk about Jack Nicholson in the great movie Something's Got to Give in 2003, where he plays the sexy music Helen exec Hunt. Harry Sanborn, and mm-hmm. he's. Pushing 70, but insists on dating women under 30 or basically playing himself. Mm-hmm. And Harry is dating Amanda Pete, oh, who's 35 right. years younger in real life. And then he becomes intrigued by her mom, Helen Hunt. Diane no, Keaton. Diane Keaton. Diane oh, I like Keaton. that movie. So, um, and then of course, Diane Keaton's character becomes the object of affection by Keanu Reeves' character. And he's 18 years younger than her. So. That whole show didn't bother me because I think no, that was part no. of the plot. Well, I mean, it yeah. was part of the plot. I mean, so I'm yeah. not saying that. I'm just like, you know. It didn't bug me. Those age differences and that one didn't bug me for some We reason. celebrated it yeah. in in a way because all of a sudden Jack Nicholson's character realizes, oh, I really old. am not interested right. in that. So uh, here is... Um, Another one that, uh, I don't know, uh, do you remember Olivia Wilde kissing Liam Neeson in a movie called um, Third Person? No. It was 2014, and uh, the problem was apparently the age difference. Liam Neeson looked so much older than Olivia Wilde, and people were just like, why are these two making out? It doesn't make any sense. Woody Allen. Oh, oh don't even go. Don't yeah. even say it. Don't even say him. Oh, okay, how about let's look back at Emma Stone making out with Colin Firth. In what movie? Magic in the Moonlight. Oh, I never even saw it. He portrays a stage musician who falls in love with a supposed psychic played by Emma Stone. What's the Emma name Stone. of this movie? Magic in the Moonlight. Uh, I feel like it was a Woody Allen movie. That's why we didn't see it. Woody Allen directed this movie. He's 30 years older than Emma Stone and she was It is tw- a Woody Allen. She was 25 and she said, um, "My mother loves Colin. I will say that. My mother really loves him." So Yeah, it got nothing. Got nothing. No one liked it. Of course we know that Nick Nolte and Julie Roberts couldn't stand each other. He thought she was a terrible kisser. 
the 26 year age gap, they acted to their stand ins, but they had to really kiss each other. Yeah, they did. They couldn't fake that. And that movie was um, I Love Trouble. And um, I still like that movie, though, even though that the chemistry wasn't there. I kind of like the storyline. Well, she told the New York Times that Nick Nolte could be charming and nice. He's also completely disgusting. And Nick Nolte said it's not nice to call someone disgusting, but she's not a nice person. Everyone knows that. But they both have said about each other Whoa. it was their worst on-screen yeah. kisser. All right. Okay. Uh, how about this one? we got to go all the way back to Sabrina, which I have I to love. say, the 1954 one. Yeah. With, um, who are they? Audrey Hepburn. Audrey Hepburn and who's the old guy? William Holden and Humphrey that Bogart. That was it, Humphrey Bogart. And, um, I mean... William Holden was a full 30 years older mm-hmm. than uh, Audrey Hepburn, and it they labored mightily to try and make him look younger because he was a weathered, drinking, uh, he shot, like, or uh, he, was an, he was an Africa guy, so yeah. he was always, you know, I don't know if he was hunting animals, but he was always... I saw that He's a one. Rough I living saw, guy, yeah, I think. in in the remake of the Sabrina with Harrison Ford, Julia. Sergeant and Mr. Smith, you're gonna love this house. Bunk beds in a closet. There's no field manual for finding the right home, but when you do, USAA Homeowners Insurance can help protect it the right way. Restrictions apply. Mon and Greg Kinnear. Mm-hmm. That worked, though. That one worked. Everyone was closer in age. But yeah. in this one, if you look back on it in our eyes now, you go, what Holy the hell cow. is she doing with these two old guys? Right. And Humphrey Bogart was so um, paranoid about how much older, because Audrey Hepburn was a very fresh-faced and even mm-hmm. young 25-year-old-looking woman. And um, William Hol- Holden thought that Bogart was just like a matinee idol. And so they kind of had friction, but everyone felt that these two were like her grandfathers. Yes. And she had to, like, how could she be attracted to them? And anyway, I guess the lighting on that movie for those two guys was like a switch Swiss watch movement. They It had to be the right time of day and everything because they both had weathered faces. They were mm-hmm. smokers and drinkers. And 54... Back in the 50s was probably like 100 is now. Yeah. Given all of our dermatological advances. <laughs> and, our, and just the proper use of sunscreen. And also mm-hmm. Audrey True. Hepburn also had to do a terrible movie. Well, maybe it wasn't a terrible movie, but it's called Love in the Afternoon. And Gary Cooper is her co-star. And he's 30 years older. And he looks 40 years older than her. And it's about this long-in-the-tooth playboy and a young woman in her 20s, Billy Wilder. Again, it led it led to a lot of hand-wringing from the studio when they stopped because they couldn't believe how old right. Gary Cooper looked. And um, Gary Cooper's sister in the movie, I can't even get to first base with her, was said to be dubbed in after the fact so the audiences wouldn't be freaked out that they'd done it. Oh dear. Because they looked <laughs> oh, so dear. um the failure led of that movie led Gary Cooper to get a facelift. Oh dear. Mm-hmm. 
He was hot, though. Oh, my. Yeah. My, and then my, Maggie, my. Maggie Gyllenhaal, she thinks her big age gap with Jeff Bridges made Crazy Heart more real because they had um, a 30 year difference. Remember in Crazy Heart, Crazy uh, Heart. I love that movie. Yeah. He wins an Oscar. She's the young reporter. But she said that made it that that seemed like a realistic romance. Isn't it kind of interesting? It depends on how much you like the characters. To Dude. forgive it, you know, well, in the chemistry. It's when someone's in their 30s and someone's 28 years older than you, it's very different than when someone's in their 20s, 20s. and they're 30 yes. years. Yep. There's something about that between the 20s and 30s. It's, uh, and then uh, Charlie Tan had a good laugh about his Ozark romance. For people who are watching Ozark, one of the most shocking things that we have seen on TV was uh, when Wyatt and Darlene... Oh, is that a big age crap? Oh, Julia. Let's see, I don't watch it. Larry. Julia, <laughs> it's a 46-year age gap, and she, he said it was his favorite thing of the season. It blew people's minds, but that is, and, and the biggest uh, biggest age gap is Harold and Maude, um, mm-hmm. uh, where uh, Bud Court plays Harold, and he's 50 years older than uh, Ruth Gordon, who plays Maude. And that's the biggest difference in movie is that 50-year difference. And she's 70, kissing a a Mm 20-year-old in that movie. And on Yellowstone, we see this young woman in the bunkhouse making a play on a man who's at least 65. So you see that too, but it kind of works in a way. Yes. So it just depends. Depends on the circumstances of what the person looks like. But honestly, the Audrey Hepburn is probably really... But I... Her, she's always having to be with all these guys in their 50s, and she's 25. And yep. just anyway, whoa, just kind of fun to mm-hmm. look back at some of that. But anyway, there you go. Thank now, you. maybe you've thought of some movies you want to watch. Go back and see. I loved Sabrina. Mm-hmm. I, I love Julia Armand and all of her movies. I could go back and watch, you know, watch the one. All right, listen, we got to go. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. There's your song, Julia. I love that song. Mm -hmm. It's so good. All right, we say it every time it's on. Hello, it's Wednesday. It's hump day. It's hump day, and thank you, Pink, for making me laugh (laughs) Uh, on Instagram. She said she's uh, doing a wakeboard. Yeah, she's surfing, and she said, I always wonder why God gave me thunder thighs. It's because he knew I'd use them, and she's. it's just a great picture of her just... Surfing behind surfing and looking strong and in charge. And she has always had a very strong body. Just remember how in awe when when she was doing all of her acrobatic stuff and singing. Oh, she's She's amazing. amazing. She is amazing. But I I hadn't heard the term thunder thighs since high school. That's like something we used to say. Yeah. In high school. Oh, man. That girl and that guy's got thunder thighs. and. Anyway, so uh, also I wanted to just ask you, so Holly posted the trailer for the Bill Murray movie, Sofia Coppola directing him in. It's called On the Rocks. It's going to be released in movie theaters in October, and then it's going right to Apple Plus. But here's here's the premise of the movie. Okay. So it's Felicity, it's um, Rashida Jones. Okay, like her. Okay, Mm -hmm. she plays... Bill Murray's daughter. Okay. And they follow her husband, played by Marlon Waynes, who she thinks is cheating on her. And of course, it's a father daughter duo plot. And 
you know, her dad is the filmmaker Francis Ford Coppola. Anyway, it does look kind of cute. I like the idea of those two being detectives and trying to find the cheating husband. Mm-hmm. So that's posted if you want to take a look at that. All right, thank you. I looked Lorraine. at the death on the Nile. Oh my God, they were promoting that like crazy on GMA. It must be a Disney movie or something with, uh, oh, what's his name? Who used to be uh, Kenneth Branagh. Oh, yeah. Was playing um, Hercules Poirot or whatever the hell his name is. Sure, oh, him. I, it doesn't, I can't. He with the mustache, yeah. you know. I don't know why I don't like that character. I don't like him at all. The guy from Gangs in New York? Or no? Kenneth Branagh. Oh, you no, gotta no, look no. at the Death picture. On he, the Nile. We didn't like him. We yeah. don't like him at all. Yeah. I, I know. know. All right. So, in case you are um, jumping up for joy today because you bought Apple stock very early on, mm-hmm. uh, it's the first uh, U.S. company to be valued at true $2 trillion. Oh. And this year, big tech is taking over. They have, um, <laughs> they have Apple shares have gained nearly sixty percent this year as the company overcame. Remember the factory shutdown at the beginning of the year before even COVID. Yeah, but people are buying, buying, buying. But here's just a little thing: just five companies: Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, Facebook, and Google's parent company, which is like Alphabet, account for nearly twenty three percent of the S and P's five hundred entire. Value. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. That is something. Oh. So there you go, people. And we know Target had a bang in second quarter for our people who have Target stock and shop there. It's if you're wondering what to celebrate, it's black cow rip beer float day. When's the last time? How do you make a black cow? What's it's that? a rip beer float. No. Root beer is root beer. It's black cow rip beer float day. Really? That's mm-hmm. what they call it. That's what they call there it. Used to be a um, there used to be sucker. A, there was the black, the black house sucker. I would yes, it's like a sugar daddy. Yes. Oh, I love sugar daddies. Yeah. Oh, sh- sugar babies and sugar. I love those slow pokes. Slow pokes. Slow pokes. Oh, I loved a slow poke. <laughs> mm. I loved it. I loved it. And if you're wondering, you know, champagne has been one of the few boozes. Um, Alcohols that people have not indulged in, like they've been, oh, because all the weddings have been canceled, all the, the events, sh- yes, that the, we would be toasting. The champagne, champagne industry is down. I mean, because all booze is up, but not champagne. And and a certain somebody put a tax on on French champagne. That's right. So mm-hmm. champagne producers in France are limiting their crops this year to keep the supply of champagne down. So they can bring the price up. So they up. can keep the prices yeah. high when there's so little demand. In case you're wondering what's going on with champagne. Um, champagne. And um, brothels in Berlin are allowed to reopen right now because they've been closed for months, Lori. But mm-hmm. full-on sexual, you know what, has been banned until next month. They can only perform, quote, erotic massages. Oh, mm-hmm. Grant, people like you. We're getting emails at people yeah, like you. People people are like, what's we think, the deal with Grant? We like Grant. Thank you for filling in for us and helping us out. Um, I don't know if you know this, but I I feel like this is would be something so true. You just missed Julia thanking you. I did. I was oh. wondering where he is, but I can't see you emailing us about you. What's the deal? Are Who's you part Grant? of the show? Where's I love Holly. Holly. You love on? Holly and Grant. Yes, so we Holly will be back. And yes. I'll be gone. But I'm going to be around tomorrow working with the morning show. And uh, 
you know, the t- six to noon is when I'll be here tomorrow and Friday. Yeah. People so. like hearing your voice, love. We've liked the addition of having four people. It's been fun. Yeah. Feels having like Holly and Grant and you and I, it's been kind of fun. Well, and we worked with Donnie so long, too. You We're know. used to a man. We're, yeah. Yeah. Kind of that male energy. I, even though I know I got BDE for days. He doesn't have it <laughs> as but, much. you know, I don't have that He still much. goes to the ladies' room. Right. He still goes <laughs> to the I'm still doing ladies. my just-in-case peas, damn she it. She is. Okay, so Kelly Clarkson, who we love, 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 love. She um, said that she was talking with Alanis Morissette. I think Alanis Morissette might have been on her show. And Alanis says, Hey, I was at one of your concerts, you know. And, and she goes, Oh my gosh, I'm so glad nobody ever told, told me. me yeah. She says, I have a rule with my staff. They cannot tell me if anyone famous is there because I freak out and I get so nervous. That's so cute. And I think that's kind of true, though. Like if you know if someone's in, listening that you don't want to listen, Brad I don't Pitt. know. I can't. I Always can't relate listens. at all to. You uh, can't because you don't Kelly's have any that. of that. No, it's not that at we all. We don't sing in front of an arena. Right, exactly. We don't That's have talent it. like that. Mm-hmm. So we have no idea what that would feel like. Kind of. Basically. Uh-huh. Her Kelly Oki yesterday was Four Tops, can't help, uh, Sugar Pie, Honey Bunch. There's nothing she can't sing. She's great. She is. One she... of the best voices of all time. Yep. I mean, she covers every song, every genre on her Kelly Oki. On her show. I have the most music. Mm-hmm. She competes with Barbara Streisand. Oh. For the most music on my, and I'm going to say it old school, iPod. I, if I would say <laughs> what I've learned is your obsession with Barbara Streisand for sure. Yeah. And, and of you is you and I have a very man-child type mindset. Those are the two Very things. Oh Barbara Streisand is your number yes. one. And oh, then you really? and I have, that's what I've kind of got out of yeah. you a little bit. Yes. Is that all you I've given you this no, week? No, no, not no. all. But... Gosh, see, she's such a sensitive middle I child. I really am. Thank you. I appreciate the man child vibe as well. <laughs> it's kind of, thanks Grant for everything. We hope we'll be hearing more from you, hon. All right, everybody have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks guys. Job done. Off you go. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. At the Home Depot, we have plenty of Christmas trees to make your holidays even more magical. Hundreds of full, easy-to-assemble artificial trees that look so real, you may be convinced they actually are. And for those who love that fresh pine smell, we have a parking lot full of fresh-cut trees to call your own. We'll even help you load your tree in the car so you can bring home the holidays. The Home Depot, how doers get more done.